like that. Holy crap. I don't know who the hell we think we are when we do something like that. Unbelievable. Five turnovers. One of them for, we've, we've thrown four interceptions for touchdowns this year. That might be an NFL record. That's pitiful. I mean, it's absolutely pitiful to, to perform like that. Pitiful. What's that? Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Hey, hey, hey. Stutter, my brother was handing. Hey, fantasy. This session, we talking touchdowns, receptions, yeah. interceptions. Yeah. They got a band to kicker, we need that correction. Yeah. Talking mouth, yeah. we flexing. Yeah. How many of y'all you collect? Yeah. We trying to get that yeah. winning record. Yeah. Fantasy, yeah. this session. 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 Yeah. What up, though? What's good? What's good? Playoffs, baby. We did what it. Is hopefully what it should be. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy In Session, the podcast. Today is December the 9th, and the boys are back in town. As always, if you're listening to this, you're probably in the playoffs right now. You know what I'm saying? You listen to the boys all the way through. You joined the session. You told a friend or tell a friend. But if you haven't already and you're listening to this, or if you're listening to this because somebody told you this is what you need to listen to while you're in the playoffs, make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend where you heard us at and leave a comment and review and tell us how we won you the championship. Block out for your head tops. Facts, though. More tunes. But you know, for what it's worth, I would I would understand if you want to wait like three weeks to tell your friends, oh. to tell their friends, to tell their friends, because with the content that we're about to bring y'all, you know, it's so fire if you want to win your championship. Like, I will understand not telling your friends about it. You know? well, I thought you was going to say because you don't you want to make sure you win first that's what i'm saying yeah so like you know if i got a friend i was thinking like, like they doubted like they like they was new so they doubted this the doubt. oh no 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 if they hear it, they already know what's up more tunes um as always we want to give a special shout out to all the fallen kings and queens out there everybody that's lost a life lost a life in 2020 you know it's been a crazy year we at the end of it you know what i'm saying if you made it this far uh you know what i'm saying thank Thank whoever you need to thank. And, uh, yeah, man, we're going to give a special shout-out to everybody out there. And we back. And we back. And I want to give a special shout-out to Tonio for being the only one, you know what I'm saying, still left in the session takeover, the first ever session takeover. Yes, sir. Got to represent, bro. Got to represent for the session crew. Man, I'm trying my best, man. Yes, sir. So, so for transparency for all the listeners out there, let's uh, go through what we did. Like, you know, now that officially have the playoff has officially started in all leagues, pretty much. For sure. How'd y'all do? Um, four out of eight. Four out of eight. All right. All right. Buy in one. One buy. All right. Not bad. Antonio. Uh, uh, um, five. Four out of five out of seven. It's one of those. You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, are we talking about if I made the playoffs, right? I think I know yeah, I, what, the, I didn't make the playoffs in uh, League of Legends Dynasty. That's for sure. How many did you make the playoffs in out of the leagues that you're in? <laughs> Not that hard of a question, bro. Five, five out of seven, man. Okay, yeah, sweet, good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, how many right. you get? Two, two. All right. So I made it. I mean, I had more, a little more exposure than all y'all, but I made it in nine out of twelve. So that's not bad, and. The only leagues I didn't get a buy-in is my is my our all our home leagues. So like the marathon, secret, um, what's the other one? Sundays. 
But I got I did get six buys, so at least I could, you know, really only gotta stress three matchups this week, man. So where do you feel the most confident? Do you feel like you are on the road to like I know like you can't guess, you know what I'm saying? I don't wanna say it. I don't wanna say it. I don't wanna say it. But I do wanna win. My goal is to win at least one of my home leagues and definitely my big money dynasty league. And then like one of like De Niro or Family Matters Dynasty or something like that, you know what I mean? No, I I need three. I want three. But I will be grateful for whatever the fantasy gods give me because I love the fantasy gods because they have blessed me with so much fantasy success so far. So I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get into some of the news and notes since the last time we potted. When is the last time we potted? Last week sometime? Anyway, Mark Andrews has been activated from the COVID list. The Raiders head coach says Josh Jacobs has practiced today. Today is Wednesday. If you're wondering when do we record this, before the Thursday night game, of course. Um, CMC returned to practice today, but then he went out with a knee, a thigh in, excuse me, a thigh injury, was it? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, he... That's what, yeah, that's, yeah. So they're, they're saying he probably won't play on Sunday. I know a lot of fantasy owners were hoping they'll have CMC back for the first round of the playoffs. That is but. a huge, huge blow, bro, because a lot, I'm guessing that majority of teams that made it to the playoffs with CMC probably didn't capture a first-round buy because, you know, especially in redraft, you know, that's your first-round pick. So I know Antonio likes shooting on me, but, you know, <laughs> the majority of teams. So, you know, that definitely a uh, that's that, – that, that sucks, man. <laughs> Hopefully you can get ready for next week. I'm glad. If I would have made it to the playoffs and then CMC would have went out, I would have been like, that would have, like, crushed me. Yeah, I don't think I'm playing any teams that had CMC, though. So, um, but yeah, it still sucks nonetheless. Debo was absent from practice Wednesday with a bruised foot, so that's a good sign for uh, Brandon Ayuk. He's going to be great. Ayuk yeah, he looks good out there. Uh, Tyreek Hill did not practice today due to an injury team say it is non-COVID related. Illness, bro. Illness. What did I say? Injury. <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh, illness. Uh, coach from the Bengals, Zach Taylor, says Joe Mixon will wait another week uh, before his return. That's gross. A lot of fantasy owners were hoping for Joe Mixon's return for the first week of the playoffs. He's done for the year, yeah. I think. I was just about I, to say that. I don't see it. I don't see them bringing him back, bro, with their situation. Exactly. Exactly. And they just paid him, too, so why not just rest them to next year, bro? Unless they, they want to give to the fantasy gods, yeah, yeah. Unless Zach Taylor might own him as that might be his starting running back, bro. And it's like, yo, I need you. Yeah, people would love me if I was a, a head football coach in the NFL, bro, because I definitely would be still playing fantasy. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely like, damn, bro, he give that running back no rest, bro. Like, hell no, <laughs> I play on, on Madden. I if I ain't got my own quarterback, nigga, is oh, it's it, oh, sorry for the step up, but I'm trying to <laughs> But if I ain't got my own quarterback, bro, it's it's bro, it's when we get to the goal line, it rushes all day to my running back. Hey, bro, I can see that now. Carlos on the sideline looking at his phone. I'm gonna sleep if I it's like how many? He need one more. Shit, hey, uh, yeah. fourth, and go, fourth and goal, they up by twenty. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, go for it. So what's last? What we running? Y'all already know. Don't even ask. <laughs> Uh, Chris Godwin had his pins removed from his broken finger on Tuesday. He didn't practice Wednesday, which is today. Um, I think he still plays Sunday. If he played with a broken finger, I don't see why he played with it unbroken. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, Washington running back, bad news. Antonio Gibson uh, diagnosed with a painful case of turf toe. Uh, so he will not be playing Sunday. He's probably out for the season, huh? I say about two. Uh, it depends. Weeks. It depends, man. It depends how they're how they're looking at the time when he's you know available to come back. 
And they're still in competition. So They are. They are. But if they, like, drop these next two games or something, then maybe they don't bring them back. But, you know, just got to monitor. But that does in suck. Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you just look somewhere else. I don't want it. I don't want the handcuffs. Hey, do you know how many <laughs> – you know how many times Peyton Barber has rushed for more than 20 yards? Zero. Nah, son. Four times in five Four years, times. bro. In five years. <laughs> in five years. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, yo, did you really rush four times this year over 20 hours, bro? Like, five years? Yeah, that makes sense. Five years, dog. Oh God. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. James How is Connor he still playing? employed? What does he do <laughs> well? Like, <laughs> Hold up He's not even good for run one yard out because I've seen him get blown up at the one-yard line. Like, he actually went projectile backwards. That was this year. <laughs> that was yeah, this year. I know. Jesus. James Conner plans to play week 14. Good news for Tonio, who just traded a first-round pick for him. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is It's not that bad, guys. It's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, I can't Hurst laugh too much. He's playing me. He might go out there and go put up dirty. So. <laughs> yeah, the, the Steelers are about to run the ball, bro. That's the issue. They're not running the ball, bro. Nah, What's they it? undefeated. So, I mean, they just lost their first game, so I don't think that's the issue. Nah, nah they couldn't run that motherfucker. Watch. Uh, Jalen Hurst is named the Eagles starter, so Carson Wentz is out. Jalen Hurst is in. Hopefully this is good news for Miles Sanders. About time. Antonio with that meme in the group chat, though. Like, <laughs> bro, he said a meme twice because, like, nobody acknowledges the first time. <laughs> he said, no, y'all are going to acknowledge this funny meme. That's it, bro. I had sent it before they even declared him the starter, bro. So like, oh yeah, yeah that's kind of funny. funny man. And then they actually did this shit, bro. They, bro, I don't. Hey, do you think them drafting Jalen Hurts like kind of hurts Carson Wentz's confidence just a little bit? Nick Foles hurt his confidence. Yeah, I don't think Wentz that's is. Right. Man, uh, I don't know. I just. Yeah, I don't think he gets motivated by competition. I don't think he gets motivated by competition. I think, yeah, he probably, like, shrinks a little bit on the competition. That's just my personal opinion. I haven't really, you know. I really want to see how this situation plays out because they just paid him all that money. Exactly. But, hey, good move by them. He was not playing good, man. Even if he is the the answer for the long term, like, he's not playing good this year, and y'all do have a chance to make the playoffs still. As horrible as that sounds, it's, it's true. 2020. Todd Gurley is dealing with a knee injury. Um, seen that oh, before. who knew? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. After Najee Harris with the second round pick. That is the definition of news you can't use because you already knew it. Thanks. Um, Peyton Barber. I mean, not Peyton Barber. Peyton, Sean Peyton says Drew Brees will have no timetable for his return. Um, so he probably won't be back for the fantasy playoffs. That's good news for all Taysom Hill owners that are like holding on to him right now. Week, I would my guess would be week sixteen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was week fifteen. Uh, I think he'll be back before. Like I, I, I agree with Gabe. I don't think he'll be back in the fantasy playoffs, but he'll definitely be back before the uh, real playoffs. You know, facts though, facts though. You know what I'm saying just to save that old body because uh. I didn't see that man get hit that hard for his lungs to get collapsed and collapsed and to have multiple ribs broken, bro. That's it's like this man's made of peanut brittle. <laughs> like, he needs some milk. He needs some <laughs> milk. A whole lot of it. And they already like pretty much got like the first round bots sewn up, so I don't think they're gonna yeah, rush it. They already they clinched. They already clinched the first round bye. Well, no, 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 no. They, they didn't clinch the first. Round. They clinched the playoffs. Oh yeah, that's for sure. They, they but they got to get that by because I'm sure they do not want to go up to Green Bay and play in the winter, bro. 
Yeah, and it's gonna be yeah. like uh, um, I think they're adding like another team, right? Yeah, it's another it's another wild card team. One buy, it's only one buy this year. Yeah, that's gonna be dope. Hey man, Fox still got a chance. Yeah, they do. Hopefully they don't, because we yeah. in the top nine, we in the top ten pick right now. Baby. Woo, yeah, boy, they better not fuck this shit up. Boy. I swear <laughs> to God, bro, I, I can see them fucking it up too, bro. No, we can pick anywhere between four and eight, like real shit. Yes, damn, You're amazing. But we yeah, still competing again. We still actually trying hard, so it's not. <laughs> I'm not getting excited about that. So it happens. Yeah, got any other uh, news? Nope. Let's get into the show then. Thursday night football. I don't have a song. Dang. Nope. I, they've got to come out with a song. And I really feel bad. Gabe needs a song for Thursday. We need to come up with it. We, let's make our own song up. Like, you know, think about it, Gabe. You want it so bad. Just think about the song you want to play. And then you it's can start Thursday singing it next time. night. And I feel not like- now though. Not now. Let's get into the let's get into the games. <laughs> right, I don't need the outtakes, bro. Just give me the final product. Hey, hold on, hold on. Was you finish start singing Montel Jordan, bro? I was gonna freestyle. Bro. I don't know. Time. He was just about to sing it. Like, no, bro. I want to hear the final product, not the, not the practice reps. Well, uh, what's the get you line? Uh, it's New England five and a half point underdogs, 45 and a half point um over under. All right, Cam Newton is the starting quarterback for the Patriots, if you can call it that. Um, has thrown over 120 yards once since week 10. Um, three rushing touchdowns and 121 yards in that time span. So that is like keeping him as a healthy, you know what I'm saying, not trash, trash quarterback, but like throwing the ball he's horrible. Um, the Rams are giving up the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. I think in one QB leagues, this is a week to sit, Cam. Yep, definitely have him down as a sit also. Um, you're right, bro. He's basically a running back this year, bro. Like, if you look at his his floor games, they're like three points, bro. So, like, th- those are the games where he's, you know, has his usual 60-something yards passing, 80 yards passing, bro. But he doesn't score any rushing touchdowns. So, when that happens, it, it sucks. So, yeah, um, this is a horrible matchup with the, uh, against quarterbacks playing the Rams. So, definitely he's a sit in, in single quarterback leagues. I think you can get away in super flex. Yeah, yeah most sure. definitely. Most definitely. Hey, would uh, you say that uh, Cam's a better quarterback in this matchup? No. I, know. I mean, unless they're just not allowing him to throw the ball like that, but but he's his passing numbers are horrible, bro. Like, he's been held under 118 passing yards in three of his last five games, bro. That's bad, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damon Harris, only 18 red zone carries all year, uh, one touchdown. He's getting all the volume you would like to see as a running back, you know what I mean, but just not where it counts. Five targets all year also doesn't help him. Uh, his, I think his ceiling is extremely capped. He's just a running back too. Not, he's, a, he's like a running back three for me this week because to add on to what you just said about the red zone, he only has three carries from inside the five the whole year, so – He's not being used in the red zone. He's not being used in the in the goal line. So he's just like a like a single tear, I guess. Who you know who's not really getting that many goal line carries. So mm-hmm. RB three for me, man. And this is not a good matchup against running backs. So I don't like it. They're allowing the four four fewest points to running backs. The Rams. Uh, all New England wide receivers are sit for me in the playoffs. Gross. He said the whole playoffs. <laughs> so <laughs> next week we're not even gonna talk about it. <laughs> like this, this applies for the next three weeks. For like sure. only Cam Newton and the running backs. That is it. Yep. And barely him. Barely. Barely. Um on the other side of the ball, we got Jared King Goff. A lot of people are gonna be made or 
Oh, what I was about to say. Made or broken. I wanted it to rhyme, but it didn't rhyme. Anyway. <laughs> make a break, make a break yeah, week make for a, break. a lot of people. Here we go. Made or broke break. It, it just don't worry, bro. It don't worry. Words, words are not kind to you, bro. <laughs> no, nah, man. I just be trying to let it flow. But you know I'm a rapper. Stop playing. Rap bar. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. Jerry Goff um playing the Patriots who giving up the fifth fewest points to quarterbacks. Uh you have to play him probably in, in two QB leagues for sure. Um, I don't know where you at. And one QB leagues, I'm not playing them if I if I have a choice. Uh, Especially with it being on Thursday. Oh my God, this yeah, is man. so gross for me. Hey, uh, but remember, remember, side note: if you are playing him in a super flex league, move him to the starting quarterback position, just fact. in case. Just in case that applies to quarterbacks too, like in the super flex. Put him in yeah. a regular. Hey, and uh, we're talking about Jared Goff, right? Yeah. Hey, um, just a fun fact, man. His uh, wide receiver unit is the sixth rank unit in the league. And as uh, 56% of the Rams' total passing yards come after the catch, which is second highest in the NFL. So he's getting a lot of help from his wide receivers, mainly Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and everybody else that actually, like, extend the play after they catch the ball. So, I mean. Exactly. And for that reason, I think the Patriots know about that. So they're gonna they're gonna come out with a game plan to you know they already take have that one. away. They showed it in the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like you're we are we already know that the Patriots are really like just better than everybody at game planning <laughs> against their opponents. So the the way that he made Herbert the way that the Patriots made Herbert look last week just like gives me like it just brought it back up. Like I don't know if I could trust golf in single quarterback leagues this week, especially yeah. with it being on Thursday, bro. It just. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking away. It's not first. enough for a bad game. Yeah, short week. Uh, top tier defense. Uh, yeah. Or top tier coaching. You know what I mean? He's like a genius when it comes to that type of shit. Daryl Henderson coming off the worst uh, game of the year, uh, losing touches to Cam Akers. Um, he only had six last week. The big touchdown run saved him. The Patriots are allowing 118 yards on the ground per game. I don't like Henderson, but I do like Akers. He got 62% of the snaps last week, uh, 94 yards and a touchdown, all-purpose. Yeah. yeah, his utilization yeah. is going up, man. I guess I don't like can... him in this matchup, though. It's a bad matchup, but. I mean, well, it's middle of the road. They're allowing, like, like they're dead center against running backs, what, you know, as far as points allowed. So, I mean, the matchup is okay, but it's one it's one game. I don't know if I can trust it just after one game where you saw him dominate the, the snaps and the touches when we had a whole season of McVay saying that he wants it to be a three-way committee. Like, he didn't just, like, walk into a three-way committee. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he actually wants it to be this. So, if we see it happen again, maybe I'll feel more comfortable next week. But as of now, I mean, I feel like he's, like, a RB3 maybe. Like, I, he might be able to start him as RB3. Because he will get touches. I just don't know if if he'll dominate like last week. Uh, did, I want to say, did he have uh, all the snaps inside the five? Cam makers, did he? Yeah, because I'm looking at the util- uh, utilization charts, and I see uh, inside the five snaps, he had 100 percent, and rushing attempts, he had 68 percent, and he also ran 51 percent of the routes out of the backfield. Okay. Yeah, so he might present a nice floor, but you know, just three, four, like, the way it's, I expect this game to go, I don't, I just, I don't know. I think he give you a good running back three floor. Yeah, yeah three he, floor. he should give, he should provide you a solid floor. I don't think he'll sink you, but. If you're expecting what he got last week, I just don't know if I can expect that yet. Especially in this matchup, like I was saying. Um, 
Cooper Cup will be matched up against Jonathan jo- Jonathan Jones, uh, graded at 68 by PFF. Touchdowns is where he's lacking at. It's really never been a problem for him. Uh, he only has two this whole year. Um, I got him as probably like a low wide receiver two this week. Mm. Uh, Same as me, and he'll see Jonathan Jones graded out as a 69. So, and like running backs, they're middle of the road against receivers, allowing 17. They're allowing the 17 most points to receivers. Uh, I don't like Robert Woods, who will be on Gilmore Island out there. You're saying like, you'll sit him? I, no, I'm not going to sit him. But, I, I mean, I'm tempering my expectations toward him. You kind of got to, man. When you face a uh, Patriots defense, bro, just don't expect them to ball the fuck out, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I'm still going to view him as a uh, wide receiver, too, just – over the targets that he's been seeing over the last three weeks, 38 targets in that span, averaging 17 points per game, and is the wide receiver five. So, I mean, it is a tough matchup, and he is expected to be shadow bound. But I just, you know, maybe you tempering, but I don't think I'm worried too much. All right. I, also, uh, before before we move on to something else, real quick, I found something on Acres. Uh, he's led all Rams running backs in snaps inside the 10 yard line since week 10. So he's getting them important touches. Yeah. That's what, yeah, shit, man. Throw him out there, bro. So, well, you would start him? Uh, and in a situation where I'm in, in a few leagues, yeah, I would. I would start him over Ty Johnson. Ty Johnson, yeah. I have him at I have him at 26 right now. So, right a uh, high end uh, running back three is where I have him at. Right around Damian Harris in the same game. Who would you play? Acres or Damian Harris? Man, uh, Acres. Yeah, I go with Acres, man. I like how they're using him, man. He getting all the uh all the red zone touches down there, bro. Woo boy. I guess if you if you need a floor play, I think Harris has a safer floor uh, and Acres has the higher upside. I do have Acres one spot ahead of, of Harris for what it's worth, though. Um, the tight ends for the Rams, both <clears throat> Everett and Higby saw at least six targets last week. Uh, Higby got into the end zone with a touchdown. The Patriots are getting up the four fewest points to the tight end, though, so I don't think you can trust them. Yep. Yep. Have a nice Yep. On to the next game. We got Denver at the Panthers. You got a line? No. Nope. Yes, maybe. Uh, I think because some oh, – uh, it's a lot of players out for Carolina, so they didn't give us a line. Yeah, who got the call? I got the line. Oh, you do? All right, I guess they have Yeah, I got um, Carolina favorite by three and a half or over under 46 and a half. Uh, nice. So not, not that high of a score game. Uh, the Drew Locke is the quarterback for the Broncos. The Panthers are giving up the 14th, uh, 14th, fan, 14th highest fantasy points amount to the quarterbacks. Um, he hasn't had a good game since week nine against the Falcons. Um, he hasn't scored over 11 points since then, so I think you got to sit him. Easy set. Easy. Yeah. Uh, no gunshots for him. Wow. Nope. Uh, the running backs, though, however, Melvin Gordon led backfield last week. Absolutely playing 52% of them, 17 um, touches, 142 yards, no touchdowns. Jesus. Uh, Carolina is giving up the eighth most fantasy points to the running back position. Uh, Philip Lindsay did, did play 40% of the snaps, got 14 touches, but only got 26 yards out of that. Uh, Philip Lindsay probably nothing more than an RB four for me at this point. I don't think you can trust him, uh, but Gordon is showing good enough RB two floor for me. I agree. I have uh, Gordon at eighteen or nineteen. No, eighteen right now. I'm sorry, 
and I have Philip Lindsay down at 44 right now. I might move him up a little bit, but I'm not really I did good on my running backs this week. For last week, yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, Denver wide receivers, none of them. Tim Patrick. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised with Tim Patrick. Uh, he's been yeah, yeah. he's been balling out this year, like quietly. Yeah, and I remember uh, Andy. I think his uh, is the one who said it. Like he was like, you know, nobody wants to. <laughs> uh, Tim Patrick is a uh, superstar, but nobody wants to acknowledge it because of his name. And that's that's might be true. <laughs> like he has yeah. been balling out the last um, pretty much the whole year. I mean, I guess not balling like a stud or anything, but he's been better than people think. Sixteen point four, eleven point nine. Uh, nine points, seventeen, ten, ten. Like he's been pretty good. I think he's like a wide receiver three. I would view yeah. him as. Speaking of Tim Patrick, man, over the last four weeks, he's uh, he has the team's highest uh end zone, highest percentage of the team's end zone targets, which is at I believe forty percent. So, yeah, man, like, like don't sleep on him, man. The dude is actually uh, he's been the pretty crazy. Solid. Thing is though, like he does have games that's four point four and two point nine and two point four. So. I know Antonio's playing them, so don't get too confident over there. Am I playing them? I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No offense. I'm not playing them now. <laughs> no offense. Bounced back with seven targets last week. Caught four of them for 57 yards. Um, Carolina is giving up the 11th most points to fantasy points to the tight end position. Um, so yeah, think, you start him. Yeah. He, he's been providing like a nice – Little floor. He really hasn't had no ceiling game since he came back from injury. But getting in the end zone, he hasn't hurt. He hasn't hurt you. And it's tight end. It's the tight end landscape. Exactly. Uh, on the other side of the ball, we got Teddy Two Gloves coming off of a bye week um, against Denver. Um, Denver's only given up 218 yards through the air in the night, and that's ninth in the NFL. So it's going to be a pretty rough day for him, and it's expected to be a rainy day as far as the forecast goes. So I think you sit Teddy Two Gloves. In two mm-hmm. quarter and one quarterback leagues, two quarterback leagues. I think you can roll him out there. Nice. CMC, we talked about him already. He probably won't play. I rolled him up already, but if he plays, you you play him, of course. If not, then Mike Anderson, <clears throat> Mike Davis, <laughs> whatever his name is. Wow, bro. <laughs> I was looking at Robbie I was CJ. Uh, I thought you were thinking of CJ. No, no, I was looking at because I kept strolling because I didn't do no, I didn't do nothing on Mike Davis. All right, all right. So I saw, uh, but anyway, Robbie Anderson found the end zone last week for the first time since week one. Um, that's crazy. Uh, probably be crazy. Going, huh? No, I'll say it's probably crazy because DJ Moore has like for the last four weeks has like sixty percent of the team's end zone targets. So that's like probably why. Yeah, I think he's out for the COVID. Yeah, he got the COVID. You know what I'm saying? So is it confirmed that he actually got? He's a, has a positive test. That's what um, Sam Sleeper. C O V next to his name. That's all I know. Well, that applies. I think he might just be close contact, like close contact. I've seen places where it say he was confirmed, but not a lot. Like I feel like it's not talked about a lot. That's a pretty big player too. So yeah, sleeper don't think he's gonna play. Yeah, (laughs) that sucks. So that's good for Robbie Anderson because I think Curtis Samuel, who you know he's probably he's on the same situation. Yeah, yeah, he on the list too. But if he's a close contact, he you know he just has to get five negative tests. Uh, so yeah, but we have to say you just got to pay attention to reports. So, regardless, I'm starting Robbie Anderson though. Oh yeah, because yeah. hey, yo, bro, if DJ Moore is out, hey, hey that that high, uh, that end zone target, man, somebody got to get him, bro. Yeah, I don't know who the other, up. and I don't know. Be careful though, because he might overthrow you, and 
Yeah, I don't you. know any other players out there besides <laughs> oh, Robbie Anderson. Like now that yes. Curtis Samuel is gone and DJ Moore is gone, yeah, so gone. he should be a, a solid player. Must play this week. If you're feeling lucky, much. I guess you could throw Ian Thomas out there. If ball got to go somewhere, right? Uh, I'm not. Nah, I'm not, nah, not suggesting. Scratch that. <laughs> uh, on to the next game. We got Houston at Chicago. We got a line. It is a pick 'em at the moment, and it's a 44 and a half point over under. That's it. Uh, yep. So it's a low scoring game for Deshaun Watson, even though three straight games he's thrown for over 300 yards, uh, finishes QB one, two out of three weeks, right? Yep. Um, no nice passing time. touchdowns last week against Indy. Uh, he does face Chicago this week, who's given up the ninth fewest points to the quarterback position. He's still rolling out there as a QB one for me. Uh, yep. Low end QB one. Mm-hmm. Easy. Uh, David Johnson, first game back last week, 12 opportunities, got 58% of the snaps, um, 44 yards and a touchdown. Chicago's giving up the 10th fewest points to the running back position and only 116 yards on the ground. How y'all like uh, David Johnson this week? RB2, uh, first game back. And he, you know, of course, he did save you with that touchdown and he saw 12 touches, but Romeo Cornell did hint at him getting more touches this week, so he looked good and um, yeah, he he wants to get him more touches uh, next week. So I think he's a solid RB two. Tough yeah. matchup, but if he gets more than you know, if he gets that fifteen to the twenty opportunity range, then he'll have a safe floor. Yeah, man. Who Johnson got six uh, passing targets? So if he gets some of those, then yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's a far cry from what David Johnson was what two three years ago. You know what I'm saying with his uh, utilization, but. His return from a three-game absence, man, to post uh, to finish as an RB twenty-five on ten attempts with forty-four yards rushing and one touchdown. I think that's a that's it's still pretty good, man. He had what? What's that? Four point four yards per carry. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. That yeah, touchdown man. run that he had was a really good touchdown run too. Like yeah. I don't know if y'all saw that shit, but the, like it was like a little ten or five ten-yard run. But the vision he showed on that run was yeah, sick. Still, especially a back hit size man. Well, he's like what six two 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 twenty something. He had a hundred percent of all the inside the five snaps. He ran forty eight percent of the routes out the back. Forty eight percent of the routes uh, as far as like backfield or, or on dropbacks, should I say? And uh, he had like five percent of the target share. So that's just week thirteen. I should have added. And he played fifty eight percent of the snaps. So, I mean, uh, I mean, like you said, man, I say what RB two, RB three. RB2 for me. I'm at 24 right now. He probably will move up. I'll probably have him over Gio Bernard. Definitely over, over Gio Bernard. Over probably Mostert. Yeah, yeah so he'll probably be in that 2021 range, 1921 range. It's about right. That's what he damn near finished uh, last week. So RB25. Yep. So yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Throw him out there, bro. Brandon Cooks, eight targets, caught five for 65 yards. First game without Fuller. Has an okay matchup against Kyle Fuller. <laughs> Who's uh, only uh, only allowing a fifty one percent catch rate, uh, but the volume should be uh, uh, stable enough to give him that wide receiver two floor. Um, but but okay, so yeah, you're playing cooks. Good, ma- or like you said, four should be safe with the volume. But how we feel about QT, bro? That dude balled the fuck out last week, bro. And it's crazy because it was a lot of Kiki QT like truthers like a couple years ago, bro. But yeah. Bill O'Brien like. Like he literally sunk him on the death chart, bro. So he looked great out there, and I yeah, I agree, bro. He's he's a uh, he got the here. best matchup this week. Um, yeah, like you said, he caught eight for one hundred and forty-one last week. Week he'd be going up against Buster Scrine, 
You get a seventy-eight uh, catch rate, and he's graded a fifty-two by PFF. So, if you trust uh, Watson to get those three hundred yards passing, even in the bad game, even if he does wow. get into the end zone, you know a lot of those yards are going to go to Kiki. Dude, that's yeah, so crazy. Also, man. also allowing the ninth most fantasy points per route. So, Dude. yeah, Dude, that's so crazy. Man. But I've been on Kiki QT for about what, like three years now. This is it. And like yeah. Bill O'Brien refused to let him like refused to put him on the field, bro. I don't know what it is about Bill O'Brien and like his black wide receivers or his dark skinned wide receivers, bro. Like he just mm. like he, he didn't like he ran DeAndre Hopkins away. Got now he made uh what's my boy Andre Johnson damn near retire. Got now uh Kiki QT was relegated to like damn near healthy scratches almost every week. And now he finally gets his opportunity to actually go out there and put his uh put his skill. His skill set to use, man. So that was amazing. Then he, uh, I forget how many air yards he had, but he was up there with uh, what's what's the uh, the guy that came out the practice squad, Henson. Yeah, Chris Hanson, Chad Henson. Chad Henson, yeah. I think he he led the team. I want to say in targets and air yards. Yeah, yeah. seven targets, uh, caught five for one hundred and one yards. Uh, I think they called him back up again, but I don't know if you can trust it again. I would well, trust not, him. They haven't called him up yet. They're talking about it, though. Yeah, they're, they're talking about it. I mean, I don't see That's why crazy not, he bro. came up off the play. That's really weird. So, see. with it being playoffs, you know that it's going to be a lot of teams that have QT, like, and they're facing yeah. decisions, like, who they should start. So, let's go through a couple names. So, QT or Brandon Ayuk? Ayuk? If Debo is playing Ayuk. I what? mean, not playing Ayuk. I think I if go... I think I go. Ooh, I think I, I go out either you. way. I still got you. Um, Kiki QT or DJ Chark? QT. Yeah, QT. Kiki QT or Cole Beasley? Dang, Cole Beasley had like how many targets? Yeah, like twenty-two targets in what the last twenty-two plus targets in the last two three weeks. Yep, they're going against Pittsburgh. Yeah, QT. I'm going QT. Hmm. <laughs> John Brown's out. Ooh, boy, that's that's actually a really tough one, bro. Because I would say Pittsburgh is more susceptible to the deep ball. I remember we talked about this on the show. Mm-hmm. So I think that's more so for Stephon Diggs. Cole Beasley is your chain mover. He's going to be underneath. And I think they might be all over that. Yeah, that, that, That's just my my take on it. Yeah, I think I would go Kiki QT too. Um, not not targets, bro. It's it's and it, it's not like it. I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna be a flash in the pan because Will Fuller's not coming back. So it's yeah. Brandon Cooks and Kiki QT, bro. Like, I think offense. it's a pretty pretty narrow like target tree. So yeah. yeah, I think I would go Kiki QT. So that's around the line that you know. Volume. Yeah, well, he's a he's a pretty much a high upside wide receiver three, low and wide receiver two. Range. I say this. I say this, bro. If you're in PPR. I would go with Cole Beasley. I'm not gonna lie. If it's like just PPR, but if you're like standard or whatever, half, half, half. Fuck, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I guess Kiki QT, bro. I like it. I prefer his big playability. All right. On the other side of the ball, I think we spend enough time on Kiki. On the next side of the ball, we got a uh, Mr. Biscuit going up against the 12th, um, against the 12th most defense. Wow. 12-rated defense, giving up fantasy points in the Houston Texans. I think you might can be able to trust him in two QB leagues. He hasn't killed you since he's been back. Um, he had a disappointing week last week, but he had like 15. In two QB leagues, you wouldn't trust him? I don't think I would because last him week on, was a Him or Teddy two gloves. Teddy. I think Teddy provides a safer floor. 
Mm-hmm. Um, last week, Lions is a is a matchup that he pretty much dominates dominated his whole career, mm-hmm. and he didn't last week. He only put up thirteen points, so he's too up and down. Like you said, it is a it is a decent matchup. They're allowing the fourteenth most points to quarterback. So, but I just I don't know. Not in maybe in two QB leagues you can get away with it. Mitch or Goff? Ooh, yeah, that's good, bro. Goff. Ooh, yeah, Goff. Hey man, if they use Mitch, if they use Mitch Trubisky like they use Josh Allen, bro, he would be so much better in fantasy, bro. As far as like running, he could run, bro. Oh well, Josh Allen has gotten way better as a passer too. I yeah, that's what I thought you were saying too, yeah, bro. Like, come on now, saying, man. Let let the man use his legs, man. Like he can, Mitch he can. Mitch Trubisky or Philip Rivers against Las Vegas. Phil Rivers. Phil Rivers, man. I think I go a lot uh Phil Rivers too. Uh Mitchell or uh, Matthew Stafford against Green Bay. Stafford. Stafford. I, I feel like Stafford if I'm putting too. Mitch in at this point, I'm forcing it. Even though yeah. I don't like Stafford's matchup. All right, one more, one more. Mitchell Trubisky or Jalen Hurts against New Orleans? Mm, Mitchell Trubisky. Mitch. Mitch. That's a nasty matchup against New Orleans. Bro, they gonna nasty yeah, game. I would go Mitch. I would go Mitch. I can't start Jalen Hurts this week. They're going to fuck him up, bro. Mm. Um, Maybe. Uh, back-to-back 20-point games for David Montgomery. Uh, 21 touches, 111 yards, and two touchdowns last week. Uh, Houston is giving up the second most fantasy points to running backs, and Detroit is giving up the first, and he just killed them last week. So, locked and load, David Montgomery. Facts, um, bro. Facts, bro. Um, in that span – uh, since he returned from the injury, he's averaging 19 opportunities, fifth in yards after contact per attempt, fifth in avoided uh, tackles per attempt, fourth in points per touch. Um, and then, did you uh, say what Houston's allowing to running backs? Yeah. Second most points. So, mm-hmm. I mean, with the way he's playing and the matchup, bro, like, like you said, like the load of RB. I literally have the same notes. That's crazy. Uh, uh, Alan Robinson. Not, I'm not sharing my screen, is it? <laughs> same shit I wrote down. No, I took time to do this. <laughs> I did my research. Allen Robinson, seven targets, caught six of them for 75 yards, just didn't get into the end zone. He has a good matchup against Vernon Hargrave. He's the third who's getting up a 70% catch rate, locked and loaded. Um, He's tied for six in targets since uh, if Mr. Bisky is playing among all wide receivers. He was let's go, go Mitch. Go, Mitch. Um, yeah, man. I, I, I Cole Clement uh, saw set his season high seven targets last week. He outsnapped Jimmy Graham now three weeks in a row, uh, three red zone targets uh, three weeks in three weeks, and he caught a touchdown in one of those weeks. Houston has given up 7.9 fantasy points per game to the tight end. Um, I, I think he might be a streamable player. Yeah, I have him down in my notes too, but I think he's more of a stash. Yeah, I mean – I get, yeah, he is playing more than he is playing more than Graham. So I guess you can, he is in a streamer conversation, but I don't think I would Jimmy trust Graham him. Was in a streamer but I do have him down as a stash. For a minute. Yeah, he was. He was. But I, I just have him down more as a stash. I need to see it one more week. Gotcha. Uh, I got a little a little add on Allen Robinson. Of course, he kind of, it, it was his, his uh, performance last week was a little underwhelming, but it's some good things to take away. He still, uh, over the last four weeks, he has the highest percentage of team end zone targets at 40%. And over the last four weeks, he's led his team in end zone targets with four. So, I mean, expect the uh, – I, I expect the bounce back game. The uh, Houston Texans have allowed top three – they have allowed three top six wide, wide receiver performances without their top corner, Bradley Roby, this season. So, yeah, that's what I got to say, man. He's still the big dog in that offense, so. Yep. 
I like mm. it, bro. I like it. Next game, we got Dallas at the Cincinnati Bengals line. Get that line. It is no line, actually. Don't know why. Do you have it? Let me see if I can find it. Probably um, a shitty game. Dallas <laughs> is favored by three and a half, 42 and a half point over under. Um, yeah, Andy, sounds like a shitty game. Andy Dalton has been putting up okay numbers the last two out of three starts uh, going up against uh, Cincinnati. He was giving up the 16th most points to the quarterback and 257 yards through the air. And two QB leagues, I like him over Mitch. Revenge game, too, if you got to add yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. I think I would start him over Mitch also. Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. He's been throwing the ball lately. but um, So, yeah, QB2. We're going to argue about Andy Dalton. Um, Ezekiel Elliott, 24 touches last week, 95 yards total. Hasn't had a rushing touchdown since week six. Uh, Cincinnati is allow- is 20th in touchdowns allowed on the ground to running backs, only seven all year. Um, eighth in yards through the air to running back, um, and, and least, eighth least in yards, air yards. So they're pretty good against the running back period. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is 43rd in his an elusive rating this year behind Brian Hill, um, Duke Johnson, JD McKissick, CMC, who's barely played all year. Um, it sucks to say, man, Ezekiel Elliott went from being no, not less than what, you, what was the stat we used earlier this year? It was like never finished less than an RB2, like and now he is an RB2. Yeah, I think this week he did show me little, little better signs of life, uh, yesterday. But uh, that was crazy. Yeah, he looked better yesterday, and I think this matchup is better. I mean, I know Cincinnati's been okay against running backs, but this I like this matchup better than Baltimore. So the offense is looking better for Dallas, like you said. Andy Donald's looking better, so I have him down as a back end RB one because he's still going to get the touches. But I was with you on those analytic stats, bro. Like, not even elusive rating, like yards at the contact of what tackles he's like in a forty range. So. Trade him if Dynasty, you can. Dynasty, he is a clear sell if you can get off of him. He still has that name value. I got Calvin really for him. Uh, Tony Pollard still not getting enough uh, production to want to start him. Amari Cooper demanding the number one wide receiver targets out there still. Another uh, nine targets last week. Caught five for 43 in the touchdowns. In a bad matchup against the Ravens, like you mentioned. He has a great, yeah, great matchup this week against LaShawn Sims. Giving up an 80% catch rate. Must start uh, between Gallup and Lamb. How you feel about them? Gallup got eleven targets. Lamb went nine last week. Are they back to all three of them? You can start. I don't think so. Mm, definitely you Cooper. You don't. Definitely Cooper. I think uh, Gallup and Ceedee Lamb are gonna like alternate. Like who has a good game? So yeah, they're they're more like like wide receiver threes, wide receiver fours type players. I feel like. Got them both as like probably like wide receiver threes or maybe like middle and wide receiver threes. Even though C and I got maybe uh CD Lamb a little higher this week, um, because he is he does have a, a little bit better matchup against McKenzie Alexander, who's giving up a 72% catch rate uh, in the slot, and that's where CD Lamb plays 93% of the, his snaps at. Uh Dalton Schultz, uh four catches for 44 yards, no touchdowns last week. Uh, however, Cincinnati is giving up the third most t- points to the tight end position. And he has had um, he he hasn't had less than four targets. Yeah, good man, it's pretty good. I mean, hey, if uh, if you need a wide receiver, oh, not wide receiver, if you need a tight end, and he's out there on the waiver wire, go pick him up, man. If you need one for the playoffs, because he seems 
last last week he seemed pretty uh, serviceable, man. Yesterday. Gave, yeah, yesterday, my bad. Uh, <laughs> to answer, I forget they played on Tuesday. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your question, Gabe, out of the three wide receivers in Dallas, of course you're you're going to start Amari Cooper, but between Michael Gallup and CD Lamb, I would go with CD Lamb uh, because let's see, he has the of the last four weeks, he has three red zone, three end zone targets. You know what I'm saying? So that's like the most on the team out the out the last four weeks. Uh, and Man, then that's not even a lot. That's gross. I mean, but then again, he has a uh, the highest percentage of teams end zone targets. He's at fifty percent. So. And that's that's uh, Amari Cooper's not even on his list, bro. Mm. Mm. That sucks. On to the other side of the ball, we got Brandon Allen. Not even thinking about Gio Bernard. I got him pretty much as like RB three for me this week. Man, right? All the Bengals. I think he's just right? out. All right, sit. I feel like. Hmm? Yeah, me. I got sit. Here. Bernard. Yeah, I don't like Bernard. Anymore. Hasn't scored but over ten Dallas? points in the last four oh. weeks. Ooh. He hasn't know, scored bro. over ten points in the last four weeks where he's been. But he hasn't played there. Dallas though in the last four weeks either though. And but Gus was, Edwards had like ten carries for seventy yards. They had three. They had three hundred yards rushing total last week. Last night. Yeah, Brett. Ah, uh, yeah. He's a flex play. He's a flex play. Oh. He's still getting touches. He's he's still getting touches, bro. But he's doing nothing with him, dude. Dallas hey. is a get right game. I, I mean, as a flex, oh. I feel like. I mean, maybe maybe for him, bro, but everybody outside of him, man, I wouldn't trust it, man. With the uh, quarterback carousel that Cincinnati got going on with Brandon Allen and Finley on the center, the Bengals have a touchdown-interception ratio of 2-4. to four. They have taken 12 sacks, and they have posted a QBR of 57.1 and averaged 5.5 yards per pass attempt, bro. Not against Dallas. <laughs> I think uh, – I don't know, man. I like Tyler Boyd, man. I sat him last week, and – I should not have. He got one catch, and that one catch was 72 yards before he went and punched somebody in the face. I appreciate that. That's the type of energy I want on my team. <laughs> I forgot about that, bro. Hey, no yeah. cap, man. Dallas kept that game close against the Ravens. I'm not going to. They did. That they keep a lot of better. the games close. Yeah, they play close against the Pittsburgh Steelers, too. That don't that don't mean that they defense still don't suck, though. So. Yeah. Their defense is high, but, man, come on. This is the Bengals, bro. I got him. I got, I got Boyd and I got Boy and Higgins as wide receiver threes this week for me. Yeah, I agree. Higgins has still been getting steady targets no matter who's the quarterback. So that's what I like to see out of that. Yep. Um, on to the end of tight end, uh, Drew Sample. I got this in my notes. Last week saw seven targets. Uh, that's the most he's seen since week two. He caught all seven of them for 49 yards. Uh, Dallas has been pretty good against the tight end position, though, uh, with Jalen Smith out there covering the tight end. So I got him as a sit, but that's just for people who saw the numbers and might want to start. Yep. Um, on to the next game. We got Tennessee at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tennessee coming in as nine point favorites, 52 and a half point over under. Mm, that's pretty hot. Jesus. Uh, against Derrick Henry, um, hopefully he puts back on his winter coat because uh, he clearly forgot it at um, home last week. The game, the game scripted him out of the game. They were down 30 points and he only got one target. Um, I expect a bounce back week from him, though. Uh, he had 25 touches and 84 yards the first meeting. He just didn't get the touchdown. Jacksonville is allowing the six most fantasy points to running backs. So all Derrick Henry owners breathe a fresh air, uh, a side yeah. of fresh air, whatever they say. Yeah, it's a great match of this whole playoffs too, man. Jesus. Um, I've skipped over Ryan Tannehill, but I do like Ryan Tannehill. He did throw for a season high 45 times last week for 389 yards and three touchdowns. Going up against a Jacksonville team where he threw four touchdowns last week. I got him as QB1 this week. Yep. Um, hasn't scored less than 19 points in the last three weeks. 
So he's uh, hitting that stride. So I'm yeah, I'm start starting him. Give me one. Got his winner call. Imagine if he threw the ball forty five times a game. Yeah, like some of the rest of these wide receivers. I mean, quarterbacks. They don't want him to do that. That's like a loss if he got to throw that shit that many times. Yeah, especially when you got Derrick Henry. Yeah, bro. But I'm just talking about for fantasy. <laughs> AJ Brown will see Trey Herndon graded a 52 by PFF, uh, giving up a 70% catch rate. Of course, a lot to note it. Uh, who you want to talk about, though, is Corey Davis, now only seeing less than six targets twice this year um, and putting up wide receiver one numbers last week. Well, he's the number one overall, right? Uh, yeah, last week, I believe so. He might have been, I think he was like second in points, period. Like, yep. as far as like. That was amazing. Points period, what? Oh, like just out of quarterbacks and stuff too? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking, uh, of, speaking of Corey Davis, he ranks third in the NFL in yards per route run behind Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's pretty also the second highest graded receiver this year. Woo. And like you said, six, only less than six targets twice. He's averaging pretty much the same as A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's a little better after the catch than him because um, mm-hmm. they are about a point and a half difference in uh, points per game. 14.7 for AJ, 13.1 for uh, Corey Davis. But he is, he, bruh, Devontae Parker type breakout, bro. He really hasn't had that crazy, crazy like breakout as Devontae Parker because he still got AJ Brown out there. But he has been very, very solid this year, like way more right. consistent, Ooh. way more consistent, bro. Um, And he gets a good matchup. Um, mm-hmm. Jacksonville's allowing the six most points to receivers. So wide receiver two, yeah. Two. He's wide receiver two. Uh, John New Smith didn't play last week. Uh, back-to-back six target weeks before he went out. Fisker saw seven targets in his absent and absence, and Jacksonville's allowing the seventh most fantasy points to the tight end position. I think you can roll Jonu back out there. You like Jonu or Zach Ertz? Jonu. Did Jonu? Right for sure. Um, on to the other side of the ball, we got Mike Glennon. Uh, I wanted to talk to y'all about Mike Glennon because how do you feel? You know, um. Think so. No, Titans are giving up the fifth most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Uh, he's throwing the ball over 35 times each week he's played. Uh, There's only been two, I mean, but he's still the volume is there. I think for quarterback, too, not like QB1 leagues, of course, but like if you're talking about like over Mitch Trubisky, maybe over maybe he's like in the same realm as like T- T- Teddy Two Gloves for me. It's going to be a lot of points, especially Vegas. Think it's the high, probably the highest score game of the week, or the highest score we done got to. So, yeah, I have him down as uh, yeah. I mean, fifty-two and a half points. So, I mean, yeah, he could get some garbage time points, but I would have uh, Teddy Teddy two gloves over him. But Mitch Trubisky, I guess that's a good comparison. I would probably go Mitch over him too. Glennon is uh, he put up eighteen and thirteen, so he he can provide you a, a safe floor, but thirteen points ain't really help you even in two QB leagues. All right, you know, I don't know, man. I think he might get you at least 18 this week, maybe in three quarterback leagues. <laughs> man, that's gonna be the new shit. Yeah, you stupid. That was so no, please don't. No, no, no. Are uh, you talking about start two quarterbacks and put one in your flex? Yes, like you have to start oh one, and the super flex is like just the one, two of them. Oh my god, oh my god, that was so. Hey, but there's leagues out there like that. Hey, y'all know a funny ass stat. Um, of course, it's on the other side of the bar, it's dealing with Derrick Henry, bruh. <laughs> Over the last two seasons, man, when he faces the uh, when he faces the Jacksonville Jaguars for the second time, 
this is what he's done in the second game over the last two seasons. 17 carries for 238 and four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. 19 carries for 159 and two touchdowns. Bro, he's about to go slap the fuck off <laughs> this week, bro. That's you it. playing him anywhere, Antonio? Nah, nowhere, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why you stupid? <laughs> Look, he put it out of his memory. Nope, not even thinking about it. <laughs> Good one. I like it. I like it. It doesn't exist if it's not in my brain. I, I like it. Fuck you, man. <laughs> James Robinson also probably in line for a running back one week again. About to load it. His is just not as sexy as everybody else's, but he's always there every week. He's always there, Shit. man. He's like that construction worker that comes to work with his hat and his food, and he like doesn't say shit to nobody. But like, boom, boom, boom! All right, time to clock out. All right, we out, boss. <laughs> yeah. like, also gets employee of the month and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> bro, you don't even talk to nobody. Nah, I ain't really here for the talk. I do, I do like a lot of work though. I'm just trying to do my work, bro. I'm just I'm good at it, you know. <laughs> Show up and grind, baby. Sit. Uh, DJ Shark first week playing since Glennon. Um, what has took over as a starter? He came back from injury. Seven targets is what you want to see. He only caught two of them for 41 yards. You'll see a lot of Malcolm Butler this week, who hasn't been a bad matchup, giving up a 67% catch rate. Um, I got him as probably like a low end wide receiver two this week, just because of the volume that he's probably gonna get that wide receiver one volume and the Vegas thinking to be in a high over under. Yeah, I actually have him down as like a shaky wide receiver three. Shaky. Um, yeah, because he's failed to top 7.6 in three of his last four games. So mm-hmm. this matchup isn't a great one. It isn't a bad one. It's middle of the road. So he just really hasn't – he hasn't been the same this year, bro. Like, so – Injuries. He's, you still can start him as – I mean, I was a wide receiver three, but I'm not too confident in him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll say that Um, I guess the positive side from last week, that both his catches went for 19 yards. So, yeah. I mean, that, that's – that's hey, man, shit. 15 yards more, bro. That's – Plays right uh, and, and the Titans look to be very susceptible to the big play. Right? Like, who, who who went off against them? Rashad Higgins and Donovan Peoples Jones. Yes, seventy-two yard touchdown. Yeah, on my like bench. That, so, um, <laughs> so let's give us let's give some names. Uh, Chark or Corey Davis? Corey Davis, man. Okay, Chark. We're gonna see Chark or Brandon Ayuk and Debo. Like both of them. Like. Both of them. Debo. Yeah. You'll start both of them over DJ Chark. Yeah. Uh, Chark or Marvin Jones if Galladay doesn't play again. That's a good one. Person. That's a good one, bro. I might go with Chark, bro. Because you got uh, is uh, what's his name? Zaire, the Alexander. Is that his name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Against Green Bay. Yeah, that's a good point. Ooh, I still would go Marvin Jones. I have Marvin Jones at 28, Chark at 31 right now. This is yeah, the same, person, this same yeah. person for me. Yeah. Uh, um, The tight end, Tyler Eifert, saw six targets last week. That's his most since week seven. Titans are giving up the eighth most fantasy points since to the tight ends. You think he's a streamable option? Nope. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Kansas City at the Miami Dolphins. Uh. Kansas City is seven and a half point favorites, 49 and a half point over under. I think that's a lot of points. Uh, it's more like the, the line. Um, um, I think Miami might. Cover I it. Yeah, I think it's pretty respectable. I think Miami could cover it. They could. They could. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> Patrick <laughs> Mahomes uh, apparently is just, you know what I'm saying? Denver has his number. That's the only team that probably has it. In, in a bad week, he had 19 points. That's the second bad game. This Not bad, but second worst game this year. And the other worst game was against the Denver Broncos. Uh, 
earlier. I forget what week that was. You still you had a, for- you had you had a snow game. Yeah. Right. And then you had a game where literally the weirdest shit happened. Tw- well, not the, weird, the weirdest shit happened one time, like where Tyreek Hill literally caught the yeah. football and they did not challenge it. And then that that uh, penalty away from that. the ball, I appreciate that. away from the ball with Tyreek. Bro, let's talk about that for a second. Boy, I needed that. How, oh my god! How how stressed was you, bro? Like literally oh two times, Tyreek Hill scoring. Like any one of those times, you would have been out of it, bro. That's I've been out of that it. is insane, bro. Uh, <laughs> it would have been like over. Like, nah, Boone was texting me that whole day, bro. Boone hasn't. <laughs> uh, he hadn't been talking about fantasy all year, but he made sure right. he woke up. He already in the playoffs too. He's like, oh man. Yeah, Boone's that exactly. guy. He'll hit you up like. When he's playing you, bro. Like exactly. he's kicking your ass and shit, bro. He'll goddamn yeah. super text and shit, bro. Then he stopped texting me back. Then I I text him the next morning. I said, "Dang, dog, you must have went to sleep hella early." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, I said all that to say this. Like, yeah, that's two weird games. Like you had a snow game, and then you had a, a game where like he had two touchdowns, long touchdowns put off the board. So he's still the god. My yeah, for sure. Miami is, however, pretty good against um. You know, on defense, period. Uh, Miami's giving up the seventh fewest fantasy points to the quarterback position. Um, so, but it's still Patrick Mahomes. I'm just saying that just because I, I wrote it down. Hey, Gabe, I know you said that you think Miami might cover it, but I, I just read something in my notes, bro. I think game could could get out of hand, bro. But go ahead. I don't see it. Go ahead. I don't see it happening. Um, CEH and Le'Veon Bell. CEH uh, literally ruined a lot of people's chances of getting into the playoffs last year last week when they said he was going to play and he literally played no snaps. Like, the dude at work so today bad. told me about it. He said, oh, man, I had Darren Waller and he went off and then I started CEH and he literally played no snaps and now I lost the first week. I don't know why they was playing the playoffs last week, but for some reason that was the playoffs for him and he out. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. I know he I said lied. he started off 0-5, worked his way all the way to the playoffs and then that happened. So he said, that happened and he had Antonio Gibson all on the same Ooh. team. Yeah, that'll do it, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. Fantasy can be very, very cruel sometimes, man. That's why I love the fantasy guys so much, and I know that they'll bless me. Glory. Oh, that's coming. <laughs> it's coming to me this year, bro. I pay my bills. Yeah. Lining up. I see you out there. I see you making moves. You lining it up. Uh, Bell got eight touches in his starting role. That's pretty gross. Um, Jesus. Dolphins are uh, giving up 17 and a half fantasy points to the running back position and 122 yards on the ground per game. So I think you can roll CH out there as like a, a probably like a solid RB2 and Bell. I don't really even know. Yeah. Cause he wasn't really getting touches like that when CH was healthy too. And when he got to start row, I guess we kind of found out why, bro. Cause he doesn't Ooh, look gross. good, bro. Like he does not look good out there. Um, those same runs, those same touches. Ch breaking off chunk plays, bro. Yeah, he might need to be a wide receiver now. All right, yeah. hey, before uh, are we we are we done with the Chiefs? No. Okay, go ahead. Well, I mean, yeah, the other two are, we already know. Right, Tyreek Tyree Kill, Kelly, you're Kelsey. starting. Kelsey's starting. All right, Kelsey it. is a top five receiver. If you were the receiver, he would be a top five receiver in fantasy Number right now, bro. Let me just hey, what say that. that What's that? This five seasons in a row that he's went over a thousand yards, bro. Bro, he's a receiver, bro. He's literally a receiver. It's such a it's such a relief having Kelsey as a tight end. Like you don't have to worry about shit. <laughs> it's so <laughs> awesome, bro. It's so awesome, bro. I never experienced. It. I finally got a Kelsey share, bro. So awesome, bro. This is so you, clear. You should draft him in the first round. Like if you draft him in the first round next year, I don't care. 
It went, it yeah, went. I won't argue with you, bro. Uh, not at all. But hey, before we move on to the Dolphins, man, a couple of things I just wanted to share. Uh, like you said, uh, it's only been twice where Patrick Malone, Patrick Mahomes, has only thrown for one touchdown in a game, and that's against the fucking Denver Broncos. Apparently, like Gabe said, they have his number. But every game after that is a big ass bounce back game. So expect him to go off. And the reason why I said that is because he leads the NFL in passing grade against cover zero and cover one and against the blitz. And just so happily, the Miami Dolphins lead the league in cover zero usage and they blitz an awful fucking lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, expecting boys to throw the ball around, bro. They're going to get real creative down in Miami. And then when they get done, they're probably going to party and shit. You know, be safe, man. though. Yeah, be safe. Wear a mask at all times. On the other side of the ball, speaking of Miami, we got the Miami starting quarterback Tua, and we're going to sit him. Yeah, that's yep. a wrap. Uh, Miles Gaskins, who Tony didn't want because he thinks he is not better than James Conner. Uh, I'll take him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he ain't going to be much longer, bro. 20, it don't matter. Maybe. 21 touches, 65 yards. Like we told you, Barber, if, you, if you're trying to win, you gotta you can't be halfway in. Bro, you also can't play. <laughs> you can't <laughs> you can't sell your future to try to win now. <laughs> yeah, you can, bro, if you're trying to win, but I'm trying to if win. If you're in the playoffs, if you're in the play about to be in the playoffs, like it's way more acceptable then. But you know, we're not gonna bring it down. Oh, I know y'all going now. <laughs> anyway, 21 touches, 65 yards, first uh first matchup back for Miles uh Gaskins. He is now – I can't even read my notes because y'all <laughs> He now gets uh, the Chiefs who are giving up the six most fantasy points uh, to the running back position. Uh, I got him as a running back two this week, uh, even though it could get out of hand. Um, so, yeah, He's a high-end running back too, man. I ain't going to lie. Looking at his uh, utilization, bro, 72% of the rushings, 83% inside the five carries, 48% of the routes run, bro, like – I mean, like, I, I mean, he would have been a good piece for me to pick up, but I was also thinking about, like, the future, and I don't know if Miami is going to go out there and pick a running back. And yeah, the, you get you think about the future, you gave it up for Connor, though. Connor's 25, man, and a, a really good offense, you know what I'm saying? Connor's been underperforming or hurt the last two or out of two or three years, I want to say. Like, they're definitely in a conversation for a running back this offseason. We'll definitely. We'll but – um, yeah, I agree about Gaskin. I feel like they need to get a little more creative with him in the red zone and, and goal line, though, because it seems like he's been getting stuffed on a lot of those goal line carries. Like, he gets the opportunities, but he's so small, bro. He's really not, like, breaking too many. So that's the only concern I would have about him, but he's getting the volume, he's getting those touches, and he is getting targets, too. So start him. Yeah, all them liberty-ass running backs they got, bro. <laughs> like, I know. Team full of little people. Also, yeah, they gonna, they're probably going to have a five-ass running back next year, though, bro. Also, yeah. start Mike Jasicki. Uh, 11 targets last week went crazy. Won the game for Carlos. Uh, not Caught nine of them for 88 yards and a touchdown. Uh, so, he's a lot yep. of load at this I point. Uh, what game we stopping on? Uh, er, I think we got two more after this. All right, uh, Arizona versus the Giants in a rainy day expected to be. Uh, Kyler Murray, man, has been two weeks in a row now, man. He's been, um, I guess last week was okay, 17 points, but the week before that, eight points would definitely like hurt a lot of people. But he should, the Giants aren't bad against anything, you know what I mean? Like, I, when you look at it on paper, it looks like the Giants are supposed to be like a team that you could just bully or whatever. Mm-mm. No, sir. 
<laughs> I think the um I think you, of course you keep rolling Kyler Murray out you temp your expectations again. What do you think? Yeah, I think their um defense is starting to game plan a little better against him. Um they're they're kind of slowing him down on the ground, which is what was really opening everything up in the beginning of the year. So he needs to start making plays with his arm, bro. I think that's where he's struggling at. If people are containing you and you're not really making plays like that with your arm, mm-hmm. you're going to struggle. So um, I think the perfect remedy of that is targeting your best receiver, though, because yeah, that's, you know, I guess we could segue into that. But he, you know, it took him to complain to whoever he was complaining to on the sideline that stop worrying about the matchup and give me the ball, bro, because yeah, that game – yeah, bro. Like you, you, he shouldn't need to do that, bro. Like I should not like, have a game under double digit targets. I'm DeAndre Hopkins. Exactly, bro. I want to hold you without dropping the, last, the ball. <laughs> exactly, bro. The last uh, two out of three games, he put up uh, like against Buffalo and Rams. He had 12 and 13 targets in those games and put up 22 and 15. So hopefully, he gives him the the volume he deserves, bro. Because if he doesn't, I mean, he could give you a four game. He could give you a four game, but. I mean, last week proved that he's matchup proof, bro. And that that Hail Mary pass was just crazy. So I don't understand Stop how playing. you not throw it to him after that. Stop like, playing. What else are you looking for? Stop playing. Um, <laughs> uh, Every time Drake, he passes somebody else, I'll be like, Stop playing. <laughs> Stop playing, bro. Especially when it's like Andy Isabella, like, bro, come on. <laughs> bro, chill. Uh, Ken Drake last week he got into the end zone, so that saved his day. Uh, 13 or 12 total touches. Um, yeah, he's just an RB2, I guess, this week running him out there. Yep, since returning from injury in week seven, averaging 18 opportunities, 15 points, and he's the RB7 in that span. So, New York Giants is middle of the road against running backs, allowing the 14th most solid RB2. I don't like anything else from that game besides those three players. Nope. Don't like Christian uh, Kirk. Definitely not playing the tight end. Nope. I mean, that tight end has been going crazy like the last couple weeks, though. Yeah. Still can't do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He's not even been going crazy. It's not him. It's not Max Williams. It's not the one. That, that's not the one. Not the one. Dan Arnold? No sleeper. Yeah, Dan Arnold. But he's not even no sleeper for some reason. It's weird. Um... On the other side of the ball, we got Daniel Jones, who's expected to be back. Um, I forgot what, what he hurt. Hamstring. You know he, hamstring. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of cramps his running style, his running um, ceiling that he's been providing over the last couple of games. Arizona is, I think, like 11th in fantasy points, giving up to the quarterback. They're giving up 18.9 a game. Uh, Daniel Jones as a QB two. How you feeling about him? Uh, you can get away with it as QB two, I guess. Um, not too excited about it coming off that injury though, because I don't think he's gonna be running that much with a hamstring injury. Um, yeah, I don't either. Um, the running back situation. Wayne Goldman has been like a a, a waiver wire darling this year. Also, you know, what I'm saying not as as glamorous as a James Robinson, but. He's definitely been like keeping a lot of teams afloat this year. You like James, not James Robinson, Wayne Goldman in this matchup. Love James. Or you almost made me say, "Damn, bro!" Uh, I love Wayne Goldman in this matchup. Didn't Wayne. score a touchdown last week, breaking his five-week streak, but he didn't need it because he rushed 16 times for 135 yards. Since week seven, he has scored double-digit points in every week and is the RB six in that span. Arizona is solid against the run. 
allowing the 13th fewest, but I'm not really worried about it, bro, with that volume. He's a locked and loaded high-end RB2. His Wayne's world. Um, on to the wide receivers, Sterling Shepard. He showed like his floor again last week with that four-point game. I don't know if you want to trust him going into the playoffs. He's a flex. You know he's going to get at least six targets, 23 straight games of six targets. So, I mean, of course you're hoping for a touchdown. Um, you're hoping but, for Daniel Jones to be the starter. Yeah, he's a, he, yeah, but he's a flex, I feel like. Either way, lower-end flex if Daniel Jones doesn't play high, and, um, you know, high-end wide receiver three type player if uh, he does play. Evan Ingram with another um, high target week, eight targets last week, um, only catching four for 32 yards. So he disappointed, but he was getting the targets and it was from Colt McCoy. So you really can't go off of that. You just have to go off of, you know what I'm saying? The last time we saw him and Daniel Jones on the field, he went for that monster five target, um, 100 plus yard game. So I like Evan Ingram this week um, to have a bounce back week. Uh, I I agree. Uh, well, bounce back. I don't know. I still starting him because of the volume that he's gonna get. But uh, Arizona is allowing the four fewest points to tight ends. Volume. So, yeah. But his floor should be safe. From Daniel Jones, I like that volume. Um, it's gonna be a rainy game in Minnesota. You got a line? Minnesota is uh six and a half point underdogs, and it's a fifty one and a half point over under. I like it. Please, please, fantasy guys. Antonio, don't be over there trying to make no deals while we uh recording, bro. I know, <laughs> I know. Give I know. us all a chance, bro. Nah, bro. Chill, bro. <laughs> hey, look at you, bro. Come on, man. We all got the message. We all got the alert, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Come on, bro. <laughs> hey, Griff's so lame, bro. I'm going to lie. I sent the counter already. But... Oh, my God. Oh, come on. All right, all right, all right. This is the last one anyway. All right. Um, y'all trying Kirk... to get Griff win and shit, man? Y'all lame, bro. Kirk Cousins and... I'm talking about my team and Dalvin Cook on my team. Please, fancy guys. But anyway, um, do you already say the line? Fifty-one points, yep. right? Yeah. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, I'm starting. Just, you starting him? Yep. Been on fire lately, scoring twenty plus in three of his last four games, or three game, three twenty plus in his last three games, and twenty yeah. plus in his last four out of five games. Yeah. So Minnesota is road underdogs, but with it being 51 and a half point over under, I think that they expect it to be, you know, high scoring. So um, Tampa Bay is actually been not that good against quarterbacks lately. They're allowing the six yeah. most points to quarterbacks this year. I, I think everybody kind of got scared when Rogers, you know, straight stuck game. it up against them. Yeah. But that was weird. I mean, with the way he's playing lately and what they're allowing to quarterbacks, I like cousins this week. Dalvin cook though. I think this is the first year he's been in the fantasy. He's made it to the fin- – no, I mean, I'm not even going to say that. Shut up, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm Just, tripping. Yeah, I'm tripping. On. That was crazy. Just go. Yeah, let's – come on. Come on. Start him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson, I think you can feel confident rolling both of those guys out there also. Justin Jefferson is a phenom. <laughs> yes, he is. Monster. Oh, my God. He's like a – He's like the second coming of Randy Moss, bro. He doesn't look anywhere near like a, a rookie. Like if you would, if I'd never watched football before, and y'all told me this guy was like in his third, fourth year, I would believe you. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, good. Looks pretty good out there. Crazy. Um, Irv Smith is questionable. He's not practicing, but they're saying he might be back. Uh, yeah. 
If he plays without Rudolph, I think Rudolph, I read something about him not practicing today. So I guess if Rudolph doesn't play then and he plays, I would, you know, consider him as a streamer. But definitely not playing Rudolph. Not doing it. Um, Let me see. How do you – oh, so that's it from that game, right? Not that game, but – From that side. side. Mm. So on the other side of the ball, we got Tommy Goat uh, Brady. How do you feel about Tommy Goat Brady? I – Think we get the good Brady this week. He's been up and down the last four weeks, alternating double digit and single digit games. Um, but this matchup is a neutral one. Uh, Minnesota's allowing the 17th most, and they are coming off a bye. So, like I said, I think we get the good Brady this week. He's like a back end QB1 for me. Uh, hey. Fournette and Ronald Jones going into. Oh, go ahead. Uh, just a fun fact on Brady, man. Uh, just dealing with uh, quarterbacks in their first year under uh, Bruce Aarons. Looking at Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer, Jason Witts, uh Jason, uh, I said Jason Witten, damn Gabe, uh, Jameis Winston, each recorded. Damn Gabe. Damn Gabe. What? <laughs> that, that was a you right there, man. You see the connection, uh, though. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> each, uh, each recorded or each recorded 40 turnover worthy plays in their first season under Bruce Aaron. So, uh, I mean, it, it, Brady's not on that pace, but still, like, this, this is the most turnovers I've seen Brady throw in a while. Exactly. And I, I would think that's due to him being in Bruce Aaron's uh, system for the first time. So I don't know if it's going to be his last time, but. <laughs> Four turnovers in the last two weeks. Yeah, that's Four ugly. It's, it's ugly, man. That 40-year-old arm is kind of, eh. Uh, Ronald Jones. Uh, we're not even talking about Fournette, right? Yeah, no Fournette. Um Definitely like Ronald Jones, though. He's put up 16-plus in two out of three weeks and has out-touched Fournette in two of those games. And the other week, they matched with 11 touches. But I think that was against the Rams, I want to say. Yeah, it was against the Rams. So, yeah, that was that was when they got blown out. So, um, they're still splitting, but it's more 70-30 at this point. So, it's no doubt that Rojo's the guy that I'm playing if I got to play one. Um, just a couple other stats. Ninth and carries. Um you know, in the league, fourth in yards, second in yards after contact per attempt, and 11th in points per snap. Mm. So he's been Balling. looking really good this year. Yeah, looking really good this year. Uh, Mike Evans, uh, they're coming off the bye. Mike Evans has a pretty great matchup. Uh, he's been getting the targets as of lately. He has at least nine targets in three of the last three games. So mm-hmm. well, I don't even know why I said three of the last three games. But um, I'll be seeing it right here. But anyway, three out of the last three games. How do you feel? I like Mike Evans as a wide receiver one this week. Uh, Chris Godwin coming back. I like him also probably. He hasn't had the, the the year that we wanted him to have or that we thought he probably would have, but he had back-to-back or three games in a row with 15 points at least. Um, I like Chris Godwin too. I think the, uh, the biggest issues plaguing those two wide receivers is just the miscommunication or the uh, they don't, they're not on the same page when it comes to the deep ball where um where De- uh, Brady's nearly thrown as many interceptions on passes 20 plus yards downfield so there's four interceptions to five completions since week 8 when passes thrown 20 yards down the field bro How's yeah I, I think so Godwin of- I have I have Godwin the highest because he just because he gets the best matchup. Um, so just side note, since AB joined the team in week nine, 
Godwin's averaging eight targets a game, 11.6. Evans is at nine targets a game, 14.3. And AB is at seven targets a game and 6.7. So I have Godwin slightly ahead of Evans just because of the matchup, but they're both solid RB uh, wide receiver twos. Um, and I would sit AB, though. Um, yeah. He, he, got he like they were try- Yeah, he does have a good matchup. They were trying to get him involved when he first joined, but he did only see three targets in the last game. So I think, you know, maybe they're just saying, no, you got to let it that flow with the matchup. You got to let it flow with the with the offense. You can't just force feed him, you know, to try to get him involved, bro. So if that continues, then I don't think you can start him. But, you know, I want to see him have a solid game before yeah, I, I want to see start him. Um, I'm not Chris Boyd, like you mentioned, 56 graded out as um, on PFF, and he's allowing a 76% catch rate. So he is a, he is a good matchup, but um, I just – can't start him until even in the 13 game. target game he only had 13 points so exactly like so that chemistry is not there so i don't they don't need to force it bro they don't need to force it bro i think I, I would take mike evans over chris uh godwin simple fact over the last four weeks mike evans has had the most end zone targets on that team with five so Good he point. when they get down to the goal line man he is the uh the target if they're throwing the ball he's he's the one they're going to go to either him or uh gronk Big Gronk. Gronk with 106 yards and six uh, catches on the, in their last uh, game before their bye. They'll be going up against Minnesota this week. Minnesota is uh, – I did not write that down. You know what Minnesota is giving up in fantasy points? Uh, to who? To tight ends. Uh, they are allowing the 12th fewest points to tight ends. So it's not that good matchup, but he is going to get the targets. We've seen that. Um, six targets in three of the last four games. So I like Gronk in this matchup uh, just as a tight end, just because if you got him, you got to play him at this point. Yep. Since week three, when he started seeing the majority of the snaps, he's a top five tight end. And um, you mentioned red zone targets, I think. I, I'm sorry. I, uh, I was looking I up something. Oh, yeah, so he's third, looking at third you know in red zone doing. target. He said he was looking up. <laughs> I'm not was, bro. I was looking up his points, I don't have any trades. Send me a trade, please, somebody. Uh, leads all tight ends and end zone targets, though. So, um, you know, they're going to target, like you mentioned, Evans. They're also going to target Gronk. So, he's a he's a solid start at tight end. Yes, indeedy. That brings us to the end of the show. Let's get nice. it. Thanks for riding along, man. Uh, week one of the playoffs. Who y'all got tomorrow? I got Rams. I got New England. Yeah, I'm going with the upset, man. I'm going with New England. All right, there it is. Um, hey, good luck tomorrow, man, to all my golf owners out there. May the golf be with you. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. Good luck, everybody. Shout out, Javar. Peace. Peace.